0: radio check loud and clear for the last time in 2022 <laughs> hello everyone welcome back
1: to the radio check podcast as ravneet said last time we're 2022
0: but hello i'm Christina i'm ravneet and in this episode we'll be talking about i guess whatever's been going on in the last week plus a roundup of the 2022 season yes
1: so we'll do a little bit of a roundup. It's the last episode of our first podcast season, which sounds absolutely insane. Like, like what? <laughs> insane. We are right in the middle of Team Principal silly season as we are recording this. It's been a crazy week. Binotto has resigned from Ferrari, resigned in brackets. <laughs> And Fred Buster, he is going to replace him as team principal of Ferrari. I, um, I think Binotto is an amazing engineer. But an amazing engineer doesn't necessarily make a great team principal. It was clear from the beginning that he just doesn't have the character to boss t- people around. I mean, I'm surprised it lasted this long. Honestly, it did make a great car for this year, so very happy about that. And Vasser, I don't know. I know he's a very he's been very successful, but in F one, he's only been in Alfa Romeo, so can't really speak much about how he works in like a big team like Ferrari. So I guess that'll be a challenge for him, but I hope that he will step up to the challenge and that this will start a new um, era of winning with Ferrari, like when the last non-Italian team principal, who was actually also French, was at Ferrari and was Jean Todd and it was in the Schumacher era. So fingers crossed for Ferrari.
0: I feel like Ferrari fans have felt like this was a long time coming, especially this season when they got so close so many times, but then their mistakes that just kept happening. It made it more heartbreaking just how close they were to potentially getting the title or being in the fight for the title. So, yeah, I'm very excited for next season for that. In other silly season news, we have um, host capital who's departed williams honestly i think I did his not name know. is yost yost host. Uh, it's, the, it's the j i never know how to pronounce it in like the correct european way and i really want to try yost okay yost capital we'll go with that he's departed williams and honestly i did not see this coming really i guess the focus hasn't really been on williams much this season at all um, but Jos oh was part of Williams um, he acted as the team principal for I think it was two years and he is now departing and Williams have yet to confirm who will be replacing him so excited to hear more about that and in you know June. the rumours though I've not heard the rumours what are the rumours
1: Someone has said Susie Wolf, Total yeah. Wolf,
0: Susie, Susie, Susie. Oh wow, that, yeah, that would be so s- interesting. That would be insane. I'd actually be really happy to see Susie, um, in Williams and like take take. Your- uh, absolutely,
1: absolutely, and also Williams is like tied to Mercedes, and I think Total Wolf might be a shareholder. I'm very confused about that. That man owns a lot of things. When Susie Wolf was a uh, team principal at Mercedes in the Formula E series, they won the championship. Not saying that Willems could win the championship next year, but she might be able to actually improve the team. And I don't know, I would be very happy to see a woman as it's in principal. Yes.
0: That's what I was thinking. It would be a huge step for just to show the whole world about, like the it's just bringing up conversations about women in motorsports again, and it would just be amazing to see Susie leading a team like Williams, such a historical team as well. Oh, I'm really excited about that prospect, but I don't know who else is in the running for potential team principal at Williams. But I'm really hoping those rumors are true. Yes,
1: yes, be very, very exciting. But also, Alfred Romeo does not have a team principal yet.
0: Wasn't Andreas?
1: He's CEO, not team principal.
0: I thought he moved from. No, he did, but to be a CEO,
1: not a team principal.
0: Ah, okay. So they're still yet to also announce a team
1: principal? Yeah, because Fred Fester was CEO and team principal. But Andrea Saido, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He was only appointed CEO. So either they appoint him team principal as well, or they take someone else. I don't know how they're gonna make that work. Yeah. It's kind
0: of weird if they haven't announced him as team principal, if they've already announced him as CEO. So it makes us think Yeah, right. He might not team
1: principal. I don't think it's a bad thing to have that division between team principal and CEO, honestly, because I feel like that's a lot of work for one man. And that's a lot of power in one man's hands. So I think it's a good thing to have them split.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting as well to have more than one head of ideas as well.
1: McLaren has that because what's his name? Zach Brown is CEO. And now Andrea, what's his last name? Stella. Stella. He is team principal now. Yeah. Also, this man has the same last name as my grandma's
0: doctor. <laughs> he is Italian, it turns out. He's an Italian engineer. I know. Which, which makes sense. <laughs> and he's it's quite exciting. I don't know how it would work. I'm quite excited to see if it makes a difference to McLaren as well, just because. He's worked with Alonso, I'm pretty sure Raikkonen as well. It will just be really exciting for him just to kind of be promoted, just to see how he acts in this new promoted role.
1: Yes, but as we saw from another Italian who was head engineer and got promoted to team principal, that doesn't always mean that he's going to do well. But in, in terms of like what he does as an engineer and what he's been doing and what people have said about him. I mean, the Italians, the Italian like commentators, they know him and they did speak about it and they were like, he's great. Like he, he's absolutely great. He's a great person. What we don't know is how he acts when he has to like boss people around and run a team, which is what Binotto lacked, I think. I think Binotto just too nice.
0: He was quite quiet and maybe he just didn't communicate that well. I did some research into the star signs. Vinotto is a Scorpio which puts us Scorpios to shame. He was born the day after I was born. His birthday is November 3rd. I just chose to ignore that but then I looked at Andrea Stella's birthday and he's born 22nd of February which makes him a Pisces. Which is also quite interesting to be in ah, neither like of them later. Neither of them. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good combination. They're not really they're quite what's the word emotional signs anyway let's not get into the astrology of that but i just feel like it's quite interesting but
1: but but i just want to point out that total wolf is a capricorn yes and that makes a lot of sense because capricorns are quite bossy it makes a lot of sense but scorp neither scorpios nor pisces are like made to both boss, boss people around,
0: they usually are quite emotional as well, and they're not necessarily the best in communicating to like in a place of authority, if that makes yes, sense. They're more yes, likely to be yes, yes. which isn't really what you need. I mean, a certain level of empathy is needed, but being head of a Formula One team and leading people having to make those tough decisions makes it quite difficult. So it'll be interesting to see how Andrea Stella takes that new role at McLaren. Horner is a Scorpio. Who is? Horner. Oh my God, why? Why do I share a <laughs> star sign with these people?
1: Is he actually? He's a Scorpio. Yeah, he's born on the 16th of November. Interesting,
0: okay. I did really not know that. He is quite bossy.
1: Easy though. I'm not-
0: I'm now analyzing Christian. I'm not sure he is.
1: I think Helmut
0: Marco runs the show. A true. What is Helmut Marco? I can see him being a Gemini. Not gonna lie, but I don't know if that's just me projecting. No, he's a Taurus. Interesting. That makes sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. But anyways, we should make an episode. We should. That is such a good idea. I'm so down for analyzing this. We yes. should, should make an astrology episode. So down We With like team principles and then drivers as well. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, silly season for team principles continues. But also we have a mini season. Well, not really a silly season, but more good news, I guess. For Danny Rick and Baby, baby shoe Schumacher Both of them have been confirmed as their drivers. Mick has been confirmed as their driver for Mercedes. We got that news pretty recently, actually, and we were both so happy to hear this amazing stuff. And Danny Rick will be returning to Red Bull, which is quite interesting. It
1: is very interesting. Like he said it's like a coming home type of feeling. I'm very interested to see what happens, but I don't know where Danny Rick is planning on going from this. <laughs> like, honestly, like, well, I don't think he has like a like a long run plan. I think he just does it in the spot. <laughs> honestly, but really interesting. I'm very interested to see what happens. While when it comes to Shumini or Make Schumacher, i was expecting it i think everyone was expecting it but it's it was still nice to have it confirmed and i mean total wolf did say several times that the schumacher name belonged in mercedes i don't really <laughs> agree but it's fine toto will give it to you everybody suffer ipad anyways like he did make Uh, right choice and i think he will be able to learn a lot in that position being in mercedes as well because you can think everything you want to think about mercedes but they are a great team and they have their shit together more than ferrari does i think he's gonna learn a bit more (laughs) in mercedes the people that have been mercedes third drivers have had a seat basically the year after like I think Ocon has been a reserved driver for Mercedes make the read now so
0: and not much more to add I just think it's really good for him great decision from Toto and I think it will make him feel a lot more comfortable in the growth growing that he has to do as a driver he's a great driver did a lot learned a lot in um, being part of the Ferrari family but I feel like being part of Mercedes will give him a different experience and just because of where the team is and the team standards I feel like they'll allow him to kind of grow more and just to like fix the mistakes that he's making and just make him a better driver and a more confident driver so excited to see that.
1: So excited to see that and now that we've got that <laughs> like abdomen almost abdomen because it feels like we have to talk about all this solutions and stuff now that we got that out of the way I thought that we could do a little look back of what made this 2020 season fun for f1 and for us as a podcast we've got a few questions that we're going to answer so let's go with the first one that is what was your favorite on track moment
0: i love this question so much i feel like there's been so many good moments this year on track I might have said it in a different episode, but it's just got to be the moment where Lewis Hamilton overtook Charles Leclerc and Checo in Silverstone and Crofty's amazing commentary that went with it. I just think it was iconic. I think it won a prize for like best like
1: moment or something like that. I saw it on Instagram and everyone in the comments were like, if Crofty hadn't made that iconic commentary, this wouldn't be even that iconic. And it's so true.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like it is. So true. Quite true. It just made it a whole moment, whereas otherwise it might have just been a good overtake. I'm still going to stick with that. What do you think? About For me,
1: favorite? was it was Charles' win in Bahrain at the season opener. Seeing like, the, like Ferrari coming into the season opener like that after years of being not competitive. I, I just was amazing for me. It also goes with the commentary because I watched the Italian commentary and the Italian version of Crofty. <laughs> That's all I can say to describe him. The Italian version of Crofty also had an epic commentary um, because it was like turn one, breathe, turn two, breathe. And like he was saying all of the turns. And then he was like, breathe, breathe of like the last laugh that he did. <laughs> it was quite epic. So I think, I think that for me. Yeah,
0: that's such a cute one. I remember Bahrain so well, but along with that, the favorite on track moment, what was your favorite off track moment of this season? Um,
1: <laughs> I really don't know.
0: I feel like if I say, you know, that driver's dinner for Sebastian Vettel, Oh my god, (laughs) yeah. I think that one just takes
1: it. That was just so wholesome and so wonderful. I just loved it so much. So cute. Like, see everyone posting it and then how the F1 account made, like, the seating chart. (laughs) That was great. I feel like I should choose a different one, though. (laughs) I feel like we should have to.
0: You can maybe choose the track run that Seb did in Abu Dhabi. Oh my instead. God, yes, that was so wholesome. <laughs> the track run was
1: wholesome. Everything Seb, honestly, was wholesome. Also, when he came out at the fan event in Japan, and the people were like going absolutely crazy, that was so wholesome. Next question is a favorite meme.
0: <laughs> that one was so funny. Oh my god, okay. Um, the one that comes to mind for me, we haven't even prepared these, so I'm quite proud of myself, I'm just thinking on the spot, but you know when Ferrari did their, they I think they were celebrating, what was it, 70 years or something? I completely forgot what it was. 75, 75. 75 years, and they had their yellow race suits on, and they looked like minions. <laughs> so many memes were there of them as like minions it was just
1: the funniest thing that was freaking hilarious like them and guru <laughs> so funny for me i have to go okay i was gonna go with like anything pierre and yuki because they're just living walking meme but keeping it in the rebel family all of the budget cup memes <laughs> um <laughs> Um, Spending two millions on catering and all of that—that's just freaking hilarious—and it was just never ending. And I love that. So as much as I love being Yuki, and I'm a child of divorce because I am. What? <laughs> yeah. oh I actually am in all of the senses meaning of the sentence. But yeah, I mm-hmm. of the memes of the the budget cap. And um, the two millions on on catering and the dinner happened, and everyone was like, "Did did Rebel pay?" <laughs> so it was it was funny.
0: That one's a good one. Okay, so to wrap it up, what would you say your favorite episode was that we've done this year?
1: I think it was titled "What Would You Get Max Verstappen for Secret Santa?"
0: Oh, so one of our get to know us episodes.
1: Yes. Yeah. That was so much fun to film. I um, mean to record. I mean we're filming, but we're you're not seeing us, but we are actually filming. Um, you're just hearing us. It was so much fun to record. It was so much fun to edit and also to make the social media like posts and stuff. It was so much
0: fun. I loved it. That's so cute. For me, I'm trying to think. I did have a specific episode that I really enjoyed, and I think it was, I don't know if it was a race one, or whether it was a different one. I want to say... What do we talk about? Thinking it was between the Singapore episode, because it was just so chaotic. I think it might have been that one, because I really, enjoyed the chaos that we talked about and the race was so chaotic but also
1: the why i don't remember the singapore episode at all
0: I remember it being really chaotic. I can't remember exactly what it was about it, but it was just the vibes. And because I think the race was so chaotic that we enjoyed filming that one. That one comes to mind when I think of it. But then the other one maybe that I might choose between was also the first Let's Get Controversial one that we've done. I think it was called Let's Get Controversial, Are Some Teams Toxic? Ah, that was fun. It's just always fun to talk about controversial topics.
1: Yes. And also the one on Silly Season that was called A Silly Attempt at Explaining Silly Season. That was fun
0: as well. You can really spot a trend that we like filming the chaotic episodes. It's pure chaos over here. It really is. That rounds up this segment of the episode. So I guess we'll just wrap this up by saying, by talking a bit about our hopes for the 2023 F1 season. It's crazy to even say 2023, it's so soon. It's really not that far away. But what are we most excited to see next year? Okay, I'm
1: so excited to. Okay, I'm very excited to see what Fred Bustler does in Variety. I am very excited to hopefully see a three-way fight to the championship with Bull, Mercedes and Ferrari, hoping that Mercedes keeps on with the streak that they like started this second half of the season. They like actually improved the car and that Ferrari like doesn't suddenly mess up something. I love how I'm not even considering Red Bull messing things up. <laughs> That's something I'm very excited to see. But I think I have to say the Gasly and Ocon pairing. I am I am so ready. I'm so ready with the popcorn. And also I'm just genuinely excited to see Pierre and Alpine in a better car. Like he looks so happy in the video. Like he looks happy, he looks excited for it. And that makes me excited.
0: those are all great answers i think i'm excited for all of the above as well and i just really want to know who will be taking on the role of team principal at williams because now you mentioned the rumors about susie wolf i'm more excited to hear more about that i'm keeping my fingers crossed for that but otherwise yes i'd say the same answers that'd be amazing
1: to see susie wolf as a team principal
0: going back to talk about a
1: podcast uh what is our one goal with the podcast next season and basically what we're trying to manifest. We've already talked about astrology, so it's about
0: right that we talk about manifestation (laughs) and attracting things. I think for me, I really enjoyed making this podcast this year. I think it was just something that it's our own little space. And I feel like just wanting to share that space with other people and get other people talking about it with us. I think that would be really really exciting for next year so I guess just coming back with bigger and better ideas a bigger and better not platform platform I guess production. yeah just everything everything should be bigger and better (laughs) next year next season will be good and I want our podcast to match that energy yes
1: I mean yes I think like just embracing the chaos just like you know a better production and that's on me because i'm the producer <laughs> um, you've
0: done really well <laughs> thanks
1: but there are things that i want to like explore and things that i want to do with the production of the podcast and i'm very very excited to explore that and next season will be great i want to have guests on the podcast like i'm so ready to have someone else to talk about it with us i'm so excited
0: that's such a great idea
1: yes that is so exciting oh my god oh
0: <laughs> I just had an episode idea. (laughs) Live, you're hearing this live
1: on air, people. (laughs) This is how it works, okay? I get the crazy ideas, and then me either says no,
0: or she's like, "Yeah, let's do it." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's it's all about balance, you know. (laughs) Oh my god, what a year it's been! What season it's been! And I can't believe it's Christmas next week. So, we hope you guys have. A really great holiday over oh, the Christmas period. If you even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful time just on holiday. Hopefully you guys get some rest and just enjoy the peace before enjoy the calm before the storm. Not there is not that there is much calmness right now, even with a mini city season going on. We hope you have a really happy holiday season and a happy new year. And we'll talk to you in 2023 bye guys thank you
1: for sticking with us thank you for listening i just made a really loud noise with my foot thank you for listening thank you for sticking with us And merry christmas happy new year happy holidays happy hanukkah happy whatever rest we will do that as well and come back bigger and better 2023 will be a good year putting it out there into the universe.
0: Yay!